You're listening to Play Callers. New episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Also, be sure to check out the Tiger's Den podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Hello and welcome to Play Callers. We got a bit of a different episode for y'all. Unfortunately, we weren't able to record this week with finals coming up and everything. But we got a pretty good episode planned for y'all. We got a best of moments for y'all because actually Play Callers was nominated for an IBS award, Intercollegiate Broadcasting Systems, for best podcast. We're so grateful to every single fan listening and thankful to every single coach that has been on the podcast and especially thankful for our CTSO, our supervisor, the man that does it all, Mr. Dillard. Yes, thank y'all for yeah, listening thanks. to this podcast. You know, if y'all follow HS Mass Media or either me or Taylor because we post on our story a lot, you'll see that uh, this, like Taylor said, this podcast. Max especially posts on his story a lot. Yeah, I do. I <laughs> I actually might post too much, but um, you know, I just I just want to thank y'all. You know, we put in uh this work for y'all. You know, we try to bring out this content, and I would like to once again say my personal thanks as well to the entire football coaching staff and then also other coaching staffs in the future because that's what we plan on coming to y'all starting hopefully as soon as next week you know we might be uh interviewing some basketball head coaches some possible baseball head coaches coming in the future i mean we'll just see where this goes but players maybe question mark yeah (laughs) yeah possibly i mean possibly we'll see but um we'll just freeze question mark just kidding i (laughs) would But this no, is <laughs> this is a huge this is a huge step in the right direction. So I just want to say thank y'all to y'all, thank y'all to the coaches, thank you, Mr. Dillard, and thank you all at Auburn High School for letting us, you know, have this opportunity. So, Reese, do you have anything specific you are thankful for? Uh, you know, I just want to say thank you because you know this is my first year doing it. Uh, obviously, you know, I can't wait to see what next year brings, especially with uh. Me possibly being by myself where, you know, there's other people that I could get to join on the podcast. So I just want to say thank you to all the coaches and uh, all the people for being on the podcast. Well said. And with that, (laughs) I think we're going to go ahead and let you all hear this best of moments montage that Taylor was mentioning earlier. Uh, We'll go and let that play and we hope you all enjoy. I wanted to ask, how would you like describe your style of coaching? Because like, off the field, you're a big teddy bear. You're super nice. Um, does that translate to the field and the way that you treat your players as well? Well, I think it does. Um, you know, I think uh, I have a good relationship with not only the guys in, a, in our running back room, but the guys on offense and defense. I mean, because, you know, to me, the preparation comes uh, during – all the summer days and, and the, uh, getting ready uh, during game week. And then when you get to the moment of truth, uh, when it is game time, hopefully you've done all the things that you can do to have your uh, players prepared. And then you can just let them go out there and have fun because we try to design our practices so that they're hard so that when uh, you do get to game time, uh, that's just you're just going to cut it loose and, and just have a good time. Now, we all recognize as coaching staff that, that our students are going to make a mistake. And I always say, if you do not ever make a mistake, you're probably not trying very hard. Uh, so uh, just go out there, play your best, 
do what you can do. And, and that's all I can ask from you. And, uh, so I enjoy, uh, the camaraderie that I have with those young men and, you know, um, it's just a wonderful, wonderful experience to, to watch them grow and get to watch them play and represent our school in a class way. Yeah, I mean, like Max was saying earlier about the docuseries, we see y'all having fun at practices. We see um, instances of coach and player moments um, on and off the field. Um, I saw on um, Auburn City Education Instagram how – so DeMarcus Ware being inducted to the Hall of Fame, I saw that you got to go to that moment where he was inducted and see his headstone and everything. Yes. Um, did you personally know DeMarcus Ware? Did you coach him? Yes, uh, I was here uh, when DeMarcus was here and um, had the opportunity to befriend him at that time. And uh, we had a relationship uh, that went well into, you know, obviously uh, his high school career, then his college career at Troy. And I actually was fortunate in that uh, DeMarcus and, and or my wife and I both uh, took DeMarcus on his recruiting visit to Troy, which was kind of interesting. Uh, but we were there with him when, when he decided to pull the trigger and go to Troy and uh, just re- maintain that relationship. And then a few weeks back, uh, probably, probably uh, six or eight weeks back, uh, he reached out and just said that he, he wanted to invite me as one of his guests to, uh, to that experience and I can't tell you how humbling it was to get that call and um, I'm just honored to get to know him because uh, he not only is a Hall of Famer uh, from the standpoint of his athletic prowess but he's a Hall of Fame person he's a good person he does things the right way and he's the type of example that all of our students at Auburn High School can look up to that's awesome that goes back to um, what I like the personal bond that you make with the kids how you're their mentor and they look up to you because they want to make that professional level, you know? And that's just awesome that you get to share that special bond with him and see that special moment with him. Well, it was really cool. Uh, whenever he, um, when he adopted his first child, uh, you know, she was still an infant and he, he came by and, and lo and behold, I'm sitting on the couch holding his, his daughter. And so it was an outstanding experience for both Brandy and I just to be in, in, uh, in contact with him on a regular basis. And uh, I'm so proud of his accomplishments and, and, and who he has become as a, a mentor to young people and a leader uh, in the NFL world, not to mention a leader in, in our community. Yeah, that's so special. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And uh, well, Coach McKennell, I mean, it's been awesome to have you on here. And just, just to close out our show, I want to ask you, what, what can fans expect from this Auburn team this year, in your own words? Well, I would say that they can expect uh, our kids to take the field and be ready to play football. Now, uh, will we be perfect? No. Uh, there's not a team out there that's perfect. But I will tell you that when they take the field, we're going to put a product on the field that will make our community proud. And we ask that all of our students, all of our, our community to come out uh, – to the Met in Hoover. Uh, it'll be a big one. Number two and number three team in the state locking horns on the first game of the season. Uh, so it's going to be a great environment against a great opponent. And so we're just excited. And I, I think our kids are just ready to to, to hit somebody else and, and, and quit going against each other, you know? <laughs> yeah, very awesome. Very well said. I'll, I'll for sure be there. I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, so... Good morning, Coach. Uh, I was going to ask, first off, um, so as a running backs coach, 
we have a great running back room this year. What would, what would you say overall, like, if you could describe the running back room in, like, one word or, like, one sentence, what would you say overall encompasses this running back room this year? Well, good morning. Um, I, I, I agree with you. I think we got a really good running back room, uh, selfless. Uh, I think our guys are really good friends on and off the field. Uh, they're each other's biggest cheerleaders when somebody else is in. Uh, that's just like last night, you know, when the game was at hand. And, you know, we get a – speaking of unselfless, you got a guy like Mikael Ammons, who's a senior this year. You know, he, he when it, it was his time to come in, you know, guys that play in front of him like Tyus Flakes and Omar Mapson were, you know, just as excited to see him get in and get carries as if those two guys were in there. So, uh, family, uh, unselfish. Uh, they really do pull for each other. Uh, we try to, you know, I tell those guys, you know, being a running back sometimes, you know, a lot of people do a lot of things for us to be successful. And, you know, those guys really buy into trying to be great pass blockers and things like that when it's time for them to, you know, be unselfish for other parts of the team. So um, that's what I would probably really say about our guys. That they, they are unselfish with each other when it comes to each other. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, selfless is a great word, especially when you have a lot of great running backs in the same room together. And I wanted to go ahead and talk about just a couple a couple of those running backs. Uh, you mentioned Tyler Flakes. He had a great night last night. I saw he had gotten like a couple of 10-plus yard runs in the first quarter and throughout the game. Um, and then you also have Omar Mabson, who had a rushing touchdown, and now he has – uh, scored a rushing touchdown in each of the last three games. How does that exact? How does their tandem work when it from a coaching and game planning standpoint for uh, those two players? I tell those guys we should never. They have to run. They have to be reckless all the time. When you are blessed with being able to have two quality guys like we have to be able to play, uh, there is no reason that we should ever have a snap where you're not going a hundred miles an hour. Um, and, and, and that's the way we try to coach those guys. Um, yeah, Ty has been knowing Ty for a long time. Um, I, I coached his older brother, uh, back in the day when he was at Auburn high school. So, um, uh, just again, Real unselfish guys. Um, they run hard. Really good vision for both of them. Omar being the, the young kid, um, you know, has really picked up things really fast um, and has a really real bright future. Um, Tyus, um, I thought he bounced back really well. Uh, we tried to rest him a bit last week coming out of the Enterprise game, and you can see his legs were really fresh early on. And we were just trying to, you know, get both of those guys in, get them some reps, um, and just really just keep getting lathered up for these next upcoming weeks when we got to really lean on them. So I thought they both did really well. Ties blocked really well last night. Also another one of those unselfish things. Both guys have good vision. Both guys catch the ball well out of the backfield. Um, so, you know, I tell them we're trying to be every down backs. We want to be able to block. We want to be able to pass, protect. And we want to be able to run the ball and catch the ball way out the backfield. Yes, sir. And then one more uh, player I would like to highlight before I bring in our other co-host, Reese Kinder, uh, is number two, Tremarcus Webb. He's the uh, senior transfer from Pike Road. He scored two rushing touchdowns in the Dothan game. I remember me and Taylor were actually there to watch the game. And great game, great co 
uh, great coaching and everything. Y'all, the team was great. Showed a lot of heart. Um, and I wanted to highlight him uh, because on our pregame show, I had him as our uh, as my player profile for special teams because he's a multi-positional player. He can play running back. He can play defensive back, wide receiver, kick returner, all that stuff. I just wanted to ask, how does that work like at practice from a coaching standpoint? Like, Does he do all the position drills? Does he focus on some more than the other? Like, How does that work? Yeah, Trey Marcus is is a special breed. Um, you know, you guys may be too young to remember the slash. So back in the day, there was a guy that played uh, in the NFL. He played a little quarterback, played a little wildcat, and they used him at wide receiving. That's kind of unheard of in, in the NFL. So they nicknamed him the slash. And that's what I think about when I think about Trey Marcus. Um, he, um, I think our coaches do a really good job as a staff. Uh, those are things that we try to get to the bottom of on Sunday, um, get a game plan down for him and all of our other players just to make sure everybody's getting what they need at practice. So he does work all positions at practice. Um, we do have special team, uh, two special team portions at each practice. So that's where he gets his special team work pre-game time, uh, pre-practice time. He'll get a little work at returning, catching some kicks and some running back stuff. Uh, we'll go sometimes, depending on what the practice structure is, he'll spend half of his time at receiver. Um, he may come do some inside work with the backs, and then he'll get some work with the DBs. And then when we're going seven on seven, he never leaves the field sometimes. You know, he's working yeah. both sides of the ball. Um, but uh, tremendous kid, uh, great attitude. Um, stamina is very high level. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen him just slumped over or anything like that and willing to do anything. You know, you think about all that stuff you just called out and all those things that he does. He always had a great attitude and ready to go in uh, whenever we need him somewhere. So uh, we we're happy to have Trey Marcus. Yes, sir. I mean, I heard you say the nickname Slash. I've also heard another nickname, uh, Cheetah. Oh, uh, yeah. Because he's, yeah, he's so fast yeah. and so, you know, so agile and so willing to work. How's it going, Coach? It's going awesome. How are you? Good. Um, I'm just going to get two quick questions in. Um, you know, what's the mentality going into next year uh, with a uh, few uh, – actually, most of the players coming back next year? Yeah. Uh, hunt. Um, hunt. Go get it. Go after it. Um, we know the two – we know the two big dogs in the state. Obviously, you got, you got Thompson, you got Central, so you know what you're going to get. But we're yeah. also one, – we're one of the big dogs, and, and we've been consistent. Um, yeah. We've been consistent also. Um, it's just now about getting over the hump. And so the message is going to be we have we have the talent to do it. Um, now the mentality that we'll lock in um, and we'll set the target. You know, I'm not, I'm not one to make any guarantees, any promises, because, you know, in this coaching world, you understand life changes at the drop of a dime. We're not there yet. But I, I do know that this, this team is going to be built off hard work. Um, I already see it now um, in the coaches. Um, and the yeah. players, were, the, the target is set for the goal, and now each day will be about laying a brick um, in front of the other uh, to kind of keep stepping up so we can get there and finally get over that hill. Yeah. And then my last question is, is there any younger guys uh, to look out for next year, sophomores uh, that are turning into juniors and juniors that are turning into seniors? Um, juniors that are turning into seniors, Mike Gunn, Caleb Pitts, Ty Hudson, um, Kyle King. Those guys, 
be on the lookout. Those guys are going to do big things this offseason, and, and I know they'll have big years next yes, year. Young, younger guys, um, I think some guys um, on, on the front, maybe uh, for my room at least, I think Trey Smith, um, I think, you know, if he really puts in the work this offseason, he has potential um, to be a really good um, cat um, eventually. So uh, I, I'm excited to kind of watch watch what he does. Um, guy, uh, just there's so many um, out there. Um, I was just maybe pick one from, from my room, but um, I'm excited. And, and I always tell my guys, my guys always know. I don't, I don't have a thing such as starters. What we have is hard work, and you better yeah. bring your lunch. You better bring your lunch pail and your and your hard hat every week, um, because I'm I'm not a, a coach that uh, what you did the last game affects the next. Like. Every single Monday through Thursday, what are you doing that mm-hmm. that that's going to put you on the field? And and I know we have that. I have enough. We have nothing but hard working, hard hat, um, you know, low ego guys. It's it's a team that is after a common goal, and um, I'm just excited, man. I, I I really am just excited, and I know they are too. Yeah. Thanks, Coach. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm here with uh, DB for Auburn University, Keontae Scott. Uh, sadly, he uh, was injured. He got injured, and he's out for the season with an ankle injury. Uh, Keontae, what's uh, what's some motivation going into next season for um, for being on this ankle injury, and um, uh, how are you going to bounce back? Uh, it's just exciting, you know, to not have a timetable on an injury and, and, and just basically be all on me and, and how I progress. So it's just exciting to be able to, you know, challenge myself mentally, physically, and spiritually on – how I handle my treatment and how I go about things throughout this process. So I'm just excited, and I can't can't wait to get back out there. Oh uh, yeah, tell me uh, tell me how Coach Freeze is uh, done in practice and uh, how good of a guy he is. Yeah, Coach Freeze has done a good job with the program, man. I mean, since the first day he got there, he's worked to gain our trust and build connections, and he's definitely done that. I mean, we all and really enjoy him as a head coach, and we we're glad he's our leader. Uh, what are you telling these uh, these younger guys that are just coming into the program or they're getting recruited by the program? Uh, what are you telling them, like, on, you know, the group chats or uh, messages that you guys have? Uh, what are you telling them, like, motivation for uh, next season if they ever decide to commit or uh, come to Auburn? Uh, just to keep going, you know, you go from a situation where, you know, you're highly recruited and highly rated and you go to a situation where you're in a room full of guys that were just, you know, as recruited as highly as you. So it's just a situation where it's just a humbling experience. And for them to just don't lose, don't lose pride and don't lose their, their confidence because when their time comes, they, they should be ready. And they need uh, thanks for the interview, and um, I, I hope you uh, recover soon. Uh, I'm expecting a full recovery and uh, hope to see you next season. Thank you all for listening to that best of moments. We're thankful for y'all to keep listening, and we'll give y'all episode 15 next week. That's a wrap. Peace. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Play Callers. Be sure to check out our episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Also be sure to check out our other podcast, The Tiger's End, where we dive into the world of sports. Be sure to check out those episodes coming out every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Thanks for listening.